This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi there, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, and this is Happy at Home Week here on the podcast, dedicating to helping you deal with the emotional roller coaster of life in the time of coronavirus. I admit that one thing I have really not been great about keeping up with since having kids is being in touch with friends and family. Either the kids were home and somehow became very talkative or inquisitive as soon as they saw that I was talking on the phone, or they were at school and I felt like I had to take advantage of those hours they were gone to get as much work done as possible. I love my friends, but I didn't feel I had the time to gab. I tried making calls on my dog walks, but the ambient noises of cars passing by were just too distracting. It was painful, but I didn't see a way around it, so I let those regular conversations slide. Well now, for so many of us, there's no more commuting time, way fewer errands to run and appointments to keep. We have extra hours in the day. I know that living in quarantine conditions can feel like long, desolate chunks of time, particularly if you live alone. But here's where we get to put something back into our lives that maybe had gotten squeezed out before, and that's checking in more often with people. It's not just something to do. It's how we get through this together. Humans are social animals. Even introverts like me need human interaction. It's a way to bond, find and give comfort, blow off steam, laugh, and get feel-good chemicals running through our veins. During this major life disruption that we're living through, I advocate for bringing back the social call. You might not be able to stop by someone's house. In fact, please don't. Let's keep this to spreading connection, not contamination. (laughs) But you can dang sure pick up the phone or do a video or a call using Zoom or Skype or FaceTime. My kids started distance learning yesterday here in Providence, and you should hear how cute it is to hear fourth graders excitedly saying hi to each other and their teachers on Zoom. We all need to see each other's faces and hear each other's voices now. It's a great way to spend time together while also honoring social distance. I've heard from friends and listeners that they're doing things like having Zoom dinner parties or Zoom happy hours or cooking together on Zoom. I did my first Zoom yoga class this morning and I got so happy to see my teacher and hear her voice and be practicing at the same time with my regular peeps, even if I couldn't really see them. I knew we were all inhabiting the same circle of practice, and it felt really, really good. Rhythm and routine are so important right now because they're grounding. So think about giving yourself a regular time for doing your check-ins, like at 5 o'clock every day, or another time that works best for your new reality. That'll help you make sure you do it. I'd like to suggest that we all write some letters to each other, too. It's not as immediately rewarding as a phone call or a Skype call. But if you start writing letters, you should start to get some back, too. And man, does getting a proper letter in the mail really make your whole day. A few years ago, when my mom went through a major purge of her possessions and prep for a move, she sent me several boxes filled with my stuff from high school and college. You know, things like yearbooks and photo albums. 
It was a trip to leaf through that stuff. But what really blew my mind was that I had several shoeboxes stuffed with letters from friends. And these weren't just a sentence or two written at the bottom of a birthday card. They were several pages written front and back, complete with doodles and stickers. It's hard to remember now, but we all used to write each other letters regularly. It's just what we did. It was such a time capsule, a real immersion in what life was like back then, and so intimate, almost like reading a journal entry. So sit down and see what comes out. Maybe it's not an epic tome, but it's a drawing or a painting. That would be super cool. Someone will love to get that in the mail. Maybe it's a poem. Maybe it's just a regular old letter. It's all good. Any letters you write during this bizarre blip of history will help document what it was like to live through these times, because you know one day we will all be asking each other, what did you do during the coronavirus? However you decide to reach out, you don't have to have a grand agenda for connecting with folks. You don't have to make a souffle together or come up with a detailed analysis of what's going to happen in the economy. You really only need to reach out and start with a hi, how are you doing, and let the rest evolve from there. Here in Providence, we have a really cool tradition called the Good Night Lights. Every night at 8.30, people shine flashlights or phone lights in the direction of the children's hospital windows to wish the kids who are sick a good night. It's a cool way for the community to support kids and families in need of a spirit lift. And even though it's not terribly personal, it means a lot to the individuals who participate on both sides. Checking in with folks now is the equivalent of the Good Night Lights. It demonstrates to the people you reach out to that you see them, you're there, and you care. Even just chatting about the weather and what the dog did and whatever chit-chat you can think up is extra meaningful now. We really just need to know we're not alone in this, and we need to share in each other's company. Just try to prepare mentally for anyone who might be feeling fearful or anxious. I mean, who can blame them? I definitely have my moments of feeling fearful and anxious. If you've got a pulse, you're going to be cycling through some pretty big emotions these days, and if you're already prone to anxiety or depression, which such a big chunk of us are, then even more so. But if you're feeling scared and anxious and reach out to someone who is too, it could just feed the fear instead of giving it away to dissipate. Try to reach out to those folks when you're feeling better equipped to not get sucked into their fear. Because while everyone is entitled to their feelings, you are not obligated to feel anyone else's feelings for them. If you talk to anyone who's in a tizzy, just validate, validate, validate. You don't have to talk them out of it. The act of listening and saying that you understand how they might be feeling that way will help. All you have to do is bear witness and you will be supporting them. I hope you get the chance to connect with people you know and love this week in real time. It helps remember that we're all in this together and we'll get through it together. Take care and be sure to come back tomorrow when I'm talking about how to make peace with housework which we all have more of than ever now that we're at home now more than ever. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. 
I look forward to connecting with you.